1: Sponsored by Ten Ten Podcasts. The Celtic Exchange, a fresh insight on Celtic Football Club. Celtic score four goals at Fir Park as we go four clear at the top of the table, even if just temporarily, after another impressive display by Ange Postacoglu's men. This is the Final Whistle Show, this is Tino, and this afternoon I'm joined by James. James, happy with the four, or were you greedy for a few
0: more goals? Uh, we definitely could have been a few more, but you can't be unhappy with that. Um, it's more the overall performance, the shape of the squad now, and the football they played today was just sensational. It is. We'll go into it in a bit more detail, but the suggestion...
1: By many after the game online and, and we've chatted ourselves, somebody's gonna take a really sore one, aren't
0: they? It's been coming. You know, even these we kind of um one goal ones we were having in the last, you know, three, four months, it wasn't uh it, it wasn't like they couldn't have gone on and scored more in those games. So yeah, it remains to be seen. Yeah. What we are
1: seeing in abundance now as well is we've got so much creative intent and so many creative players and when Angie's then looking to freshen them up, Q even more creativity. So you've got guys coming off the bench like O'Reilly and Jota and, and all these good things. So let's take a look at the lineup. So the kind of main changes that Angie's made from Wednesday, Ralston comes in uh, for Juranovic, Rodic comes in for O'Reilly, and Maeda steps in for Jota. What did you think of the, the
0: line-up before the game? I thought it was interesting that there was real quality dropped, for want of a better phrase, from the other night. Um but it's real quality that's replacing it and that's the difference now I was looking at the the bench I found more interesting than the, the first 11 in terms of the quality that was on there you know you're looking at uh, a bench that contains Juranovic Jota and Aureli so when you're having it ring the changes you know half half time 60 minutes it's real quality that's on um, I thought it was good that Gigi kept his place um, I, I thought he, he played very well and good to see Ralson come in and doing doing well
1: yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, in terms of the, the early exchanges, so in that first half, we're obviously, you know, in very similar ways to Wednesday, we've blitzed Motherwell overall, you're ultimately, or eventually, going to a 3-0 lead at half-time, but it's chance after chance. We set the tone very early, there was a decent chance for a from, a, I think, a Ralston cutback, yeah. but then, just as the half's gone on, you, you lose track of the chances, don't you?
0: Yeah, and I thought, you know, fair play to Motherwell, it was a good contest round about Kind of fifteen, twenty minutes in, you no, know, they'd a wee kind of run of chances and stuff, but it's to get our chances too, and we, we we got on top of that, yeah.
1: Yeah. I've just I've got my notes in front of me, obviously, and I was checking. Around about the twenty third, twenty-fourth minute, I made a, a note that that Rodgers was not quite finding his feet, he had a few slack passes and things hadn't quite kicked in for him. Uh, after about the twenty fifth minute, I might as well have just wrapped that up because he just went on to have a just a brilliant display, and it's funny you've not noticed Roderick's missing because of the the impact that O'Reilly's had. But it was almost like Roderick says, right, very good, Matt. You, you've done your thing, you've done pretty well. But I'm still the top dog here.
0: You're you're not alone in terms of his uh, first maybe fifty minutes or so. I thought his passes were a bit slack. I thought maybe he was a wee bit of kind of tiredness from being away um, with the Australian squad. And then he just comes out and does what he does. Um, yeah, you might well be right that you know. <laughs> He doesn't want Aureli thinking he's going to come in and that's, that's him, got his, got his place, you know? Yeah,
1: no, I thought he was exceptional and we'll cover a lot of Tom Roddick as we go on here. Um, so the first goal was coming in the 28th minute. Ultimately, it's ended up being what you would now call a, a trademark or a typical Ibarra goal. ghosting at the back post, nobody around him, defenders switched off, but he is always alert and always on. But before we get to the goal, real credit to Greg Taylor for the clever pass that he's clipped into Hatati first. Hatati has then shown real vision to get yet another assist, and it's a, it's a really well-worked move.
0: It is, and, and even just from the press, I think it was a goalie's clearance, which was getting pressed, which ends up at, at Taylor, and there was a couple of short passes on, and they're, they're confident enough in their ability, and are patient enough to wait for the right pass. Hatati made the move, Taylor dinked it to him. It's an amazing cross, Matati because he knows is going to be coming in and has just got that burst of pace um, and it's away
1: yeah he's also got a very clean contact on it he's come mm-hmm. in you know, and it, you know you see those ones sclaffed or Over whatever Just yeah. very cool very assured and, and I think it's three goals and three now um, I'll need to double check the stats as well but Hatati's stats since coming in must be so so impressive yeah. if he's not scoring he's assisting yeah, and nine. generally just
0: having such a high impact in the game hasn't he yeah and you can see that you know you can see the confidence he's got Growing every game and he didn't start in a, in a low place, you know. Um, I thought he had another great game today, and as Ange told us after Wednesday night, he's still not fit yet, so there's, there's more to come from him.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: So I spoke about the first goal
1: being a, a trademark, a bader strike. Uh, the second one is Rodic all over the back, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it was Andy Walker was saying the, the, the keeper should do, or Chris Boyd said the keeper should do better. There, the keeper's getting no chance with that. It's so well worked. He's, he's Feet are so tidy. He creates that gap between him and the the nearest defender, and he just curls it into the, the top left corner, the goalies' right hand side. So nothing the goalie could do there. A lovely goal.
1: Yeah, it'll go down as in a bad assist because ultimately he's the one yeah. that's played into him. But Roddick has you know done all the heavy lifting from there on in. It, it, it's clear from the moment he gets it, he's thinking, "Can I get this under? Can I sidestep the defender and get this shot away?" And he's he's tucked that away just so so well. It's funny as well. You know, a lot of guys would score a goal like that and, and go mental and, you know, just jeez, did did everyone see that? Yeah. And like Hatati when he scored his second goal during the week, it's not an arrogance, it's not he's not being aloof, he's he's quite a kinda of humble guy. And it's just Tom Rogers saying, Well, you know, this is this is kinda of what I do and you know, being very calmly celebration.
0: Yeah, the the Hatati slash Lubo celebration. Yeah. Just just enjoying it, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, beyond that, obviously that's given Celtic the conference, if they needed any, because listen, they're, they're flying at the moment, to really start linking up well. You've seen Rodic and Abada trading a couple of passes, we've seen um, Amakis getting a couple of shots away. I think it's, it's fair to cover Amakis as well. He, as a striker, as a a number 9 slash number 7, he'll be disappointed to come off again without getting his goal, but he's doing so much more off the ball, and I think if you watch things really closely, particularly with a couple of the goals today, it's his hard work and ...effort off the ball, which creates space for others, and he's played his part today.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, it's a real tussle he's got on his hands with uh, Mugabe there, um, and he wasn't backing down. No, it was Mugabe, to be fair. Um, Beaton was giving Mugabe the break of the tussles and stuff like that, but he stood up to every challenge. And he does that, he just gives us a totally different dimension to our game, and you saw how quickly the, the team shape and pace changed when it was Maeda going through the middle... But for defenders, both are really hard to uh, to play against and more so, it's really hard to switch from playing against one type of striker to another like that.
1: Yeah, it'll be even more terrifying for teams once Kyogo comes back oh, as well and gives that totally different dimension. But I think in the meantime, Jamaka, Jack and Max is doing his job. Interesting to see what Ange does on Wednesday, Pataudry, whether he sticks with them or Maeda through the middle and Jota think, out wide.
0: I think he'll definitely stick with him. That's, that's the kind of game that calls for a big striker.
1: I don't think he will. Think I, th- so? I think Jota comes back in the starting line-up there. Uh, and I think Maeda goes through the middle We'll see But it'll be interesting The good thing is You'd be happy enough with any of them you know, a, As a, a fan quality, you, would, yeah. you would take it And you, you trust Ange to make the right calls I mean as I say The team of blitzed Rangers during the week And then he's made three changes to that But it's not like changes that the players will be Stroppy about or huffy They all know they've got their part to play And you know, there's whatever it is now 13 games left in this league campaign They're all slotting in and out doing their job with minimum fuss and minimum drop in quality. So it's great to see. Yep. Um, there's another chance, you know, before we score the third goal, It's another ball that's come in from Celtic's left-hand side and the goalie, Liam Kelly, who's had a decent game, he spilt one at Roger's feet. I thought Rogic should have tucked it away. It spun up in the air and then Abada's ended up doing the, the acrobatic overhead kick. When you watch it, and they did cover it briefly post-match, it's a handball, the model guy's on the yeah. deck. He's palmed it up in the air and actually if Abada leaves it all together... Rodgers just follows up and nods it in, but at that point in time, it just shows you how relentless Celtic were being. If they're not scoring, they're very nearly scoring, almost at will.
0: Yeah, that, relentless is the word. I've not seen the the shots on goal stats and things like that. But got, got them for James.
1: I think we've got eighteen efforts on goal today, so. um, which just tells you all you need to know.
0: Yeah, yeah. So there and it was there was a couple of games earlier in the season we were saying this. You know, it wasn't even just the goals; it was the football that was being played around the chances and stuff like that. And and we're back at that level with just a great strength and depth.
1: Yeah. A lot of people go on about XG and stuff. I'm not too fussed about XG. You either score or you don't score. But what was happening certainly earlier on the season was Celtic had an XG and expected goals of, say, you know, two-point whatever or three-point whatever, but we're only getting a goal or or maybe a second goal. Now it seems that we're outperforming. So the XG for today's game, which I just caught at a glance, was... Something like 2.7 Whatever Yet we're scoring four So we're now Outscoring the chances or the expected goals and, and I think that was Just a matter of time Before that happened Listen we've got four today And I think we're just Going to get more and more The players are confident There's goals Everywhere across the team That front six Anybody in Celtic's front six Are more than capable Of bringing goals To the team And it's It just seems inevitable that The the numbers are going to You know get higher and higher In terms of
0: converted goals Yeah they definitely are You know And it, there's going to be A kind of a Know, what looks like they're, they're approaching a bit of a a really strong part of the season. You know the next six weeks or so, where like you say the some team is going to take a, a tanking within that because they're just they're, they're so ruthless.
1: Yeah. Uh, next goal then uh, again just before half time. You know sh- shades of Wednesday night Celtic score uh, just as we look like we're heading into the break. Uh, and again it's Rodic, It's a really clever goal. Tony Ralston plays. A perfect ball into the channel. It just holds up nicely. At first, I thought, is that running oh, I out? A guy yeah. I I gets onto it and shows the composure. And he's he's learning as well. You know, he might have snatched at that earlier on in the season. He's cut it back, and Roger's just he just walks onto it and he makes it look very easy. And it's not hugely easy, but it's you know for a guy of his quality, it's it's only going to end up one way.
0: Yeah, I mean the ball's coming at pace, and he's got you know one dip defender behind him, one in front of him. And like you say, he's just you know, finding, the, getting his feet right to, to walk onto that. I thought it was a great ball from, from Ralston, and I thought as well it, it is over-hit. Um, Ab- Abada's cross into Rogic has just waited perfectly for him. And he's just, you know, he's, he's used all his experience, nice and calm, and put it away. Yeah,
1: what I thought that was was very clever about Rogic, if you watch it carefully, as the ball's been fed out for Abada before Abada reaches it, Rogic is looking over the shoulder to see who the defender is, and actually he positions his body in the path of the other defender. Yeah. So even if he were to try and get back on him, he would have to foul him or, or do something really special. You actually see the other defender slips at you know the, the poorest possible time, but it's very smart by Rogic to say, "I'm getting my body here. If yeah. I don't have a clean strike on goal, it's apparently you know more than likely." So it's just really clever by Rogic, and you know, again, it shows the class he's got. And you know, we've had to make do without guys like him. Guys like Maeda, guys like Kyogo, McGregor at different times. But this team have, have always found a way. And, you know, since, since the poor start, and we did have a poor start, but by and large since then, they've passed every test that's been thrown at them.
0: Yeah, and you know, Ange referenced it before the, the winter break. He's never had one round of fixtures where there wasn't some kind of crisis, disaster, call it what you will. So the fact that the team weathered that, you know, you know, credit to guys like... You know, Ralson, Montgomery guys who weren't, you know, necessarily first pick at the time. But they came through, you know, and got through those games with some aplomb, you know.
1: Yeah, and even just now, you know, it's going well just now. Huge mm-hmm. result midweek, another big result today. Tough test awaits at Aberdeen. But you're still without, you know, Kyogo, your top scorer. Turnbull, a guy who started so every Ben's game under Ange, mm-hmm. Gucci, who you've brought in to improve your team. Even Chris Julian, who... Could potentially be deemed as certainly one of your first choices, all being fit and available. These guys aren't featuring just now, yet Celtic have just found this momentum and and flow to what they do. I thought it was a really interesting game, uh, sorry, comment by Ange after the game on Wednesday. And they were saying, are you looking to maintain those levels moving forward? And he says the target is always not to maintain, it's to improve on your last thing you've done. So it's, yeah, if Celtic were 9 out of 10 on Wednesday, can they be 10 out of 10 tonight? And can they improve on that again and again? and that's what he's all about is constant improvement
0: absolutely um, I, I saw his kind of uh, press conference from Friday I think it was like, this morning recommended it to anyone for a look for a lot of details but fifty minutes worth and he said that he said when someone gets to a level they hadn't been at before that's now the base that's not the peak that's where you start from now and you have to go above that so it's a real you know centre of excellence stuff
1: yeah it's a great mindset to be in yeah. reminds me a wee bit of uh, Cluffy so Brian Clough Aye. when he was asked he you know, reached the pinnacle of European football, winning the, the European Cup for Notts Forest back in the 80s. And the commentator says, what do you do now, Brian? You've, you've kind of, you've gone to the dizzy heights. This is as good as it gets. What's, what's the next challenge? Retain it, is mm-hmm. what he said. You know, there was no thinking about, you know, that's us heroes and we can rest in our laurels. And lo and behold, they've done that. The next year, Forest picked up two European Cups back to back, back in the 80s. And this is a similar mindset to, to where Angie's at. Yeah, Wednesday was great, but Wednesday's done. You know, there's no yeah. point in looking back and saying, oh, look how good we were. You've got to look forward and say, right, what can we do against Motherwell, Aberdeen and beyond. And that's what he's drilling in day after day to these players at Lenox Town.
0: Yeah, I mean there's there's no drop in hunger from they've got Silverware in the cabinet already. You know, they've had a big win on Wednesday, but no one's thinking there's there's just no thought of what we've achieved here. It's, this is a, a baseline to start from.
1: Yeah. Andrew doesn't pop champagne corks for pumping Rangers on a Wednesday. <laughs> he does not. He all just happened. keeps it going. Um, so, getting into the second half, uh, Celtic have made a couple of changes and it's just smart squad management. Forest and Beaton come in for a bad and Hatati, so, uh, well earned break for those couple of lads. Motherwell have made the same uh, type of changes as Rangers have done, i.e., they've whipped three guys off at the break. Celtic made changes because of are resting guys yep. and giving guys game time. Motherwell, you know, they just found themselves up against it. And just had to make changes, and um, just I'm not saying we're demoralising teams. That's a wee bit heavy, but people just don't know how people now know how Ange plays. He's very open about it. Everyone knows the system. We talk about inverted fullbacks, and it's all about isolating the wingers and different things like that. But it's all well and good knowing what it is. It's another challenge altogether trying to stop it.
0: I know what I'm meant to do. I just don't know how to do it.
1: Yeah, so I think Motherwell, for Rangers, for many other sides this season, they're just really struggling with this free flowing. Aggressive, relentless attacking style.
0: That, yeah, and it, and it is aggressive and it's so hard to play against because you just don't get a, a break at all. Anytime you've got the ball, I mean, they were, I saw it more today than any other game this season. The hunting packs that Celtic do, that's just, see, for a, a defender, he's just terrifying, you know, because, and one slip and the level of quality that ball is going to, the level of quality of player that, that ball's going to, and you're probably losing a goal, you know?
1: Yeah. We've talked a lot just about the attack and intent by Celtic and just, you know, the, the chances and chances and chances we've created, you know, across the full ninety minutes. It's also really important though to to reference Joe Hart and his defence and the the desire they've got to keep clean sheets at this moment in time. I think Celtic still at the moment have only conceded thirteen goals for their twenty five league games now. And Joe Hart has made another brilliant save. It's around about the 50th minute, so Mother we'll have made some changes and I feel like Efford, has come in and he's had a decent effort on goals. He's taken a deflection and it's actually, you know, been a, a really, really decent save by Hart to keep it out. And from there on in, across the ninety minutes, the game was absolutely done and dusted at half time. But these players aren't giving up clean sheets easily. It means so much to yeah. Starfield, to Taylor, to Carter Vickers, to Ralston, and to Joe Hart, and they work their socks off to ensure it stays that way.
0: Yeah, and you can see, you know, losing a goal wasn't going to change the the result today, but it was it was the pride in the clean sheets. And he doesn't care about, about uh, clean sheets, but he's goalkeeper and his defenders certainly do. Yeah, I think it's
1: really important. And I think it's just so important for the mindset. You know, if you're if you're one of those attacking six for Celtic, knowing that more often than not, you're closing the door at the back through the, the great work of your teammates, it gives you that platform and that confidence and belief to go and kick on and, and really, you know, turn the screw. Mm. Um, another quality couple of substitutions around about the, the mark, So Jota and O'Reilly step in for Jack Marcus and McGregor. Again, it's a real luxury to be able to replace your
0: captain like that, isn't it? Pfft, ridiculously so. Um, I thought the first two subs at half time was good quality, but dropped intensity a wee bit. But then it ratcheted right back up when you're bringing on Jota and O'Reilly. Real quality to bring off the bench. Yeah. Hey,
1: I'm going to play the Andy Walker game now and try and find a negative where there isn't really one to, to be found. But I suppose I'm just asking a question here um, of Jota. So Jota's come in for the last half hour and... Celtic over the piece were excellent during the week, but he wasn't at his brilliant best, and I would say that would maybe apply today. You know, he, he's, he's It's funny, isn't it? Because he's he's created a raft of chances and he's had a couple of efforts, but at times things weren't quite coming off. From him. Do, you have, do you have any concerns there?
0: No concerns. I don't think he's fit. Um, I, I saw in particular Wednesday night he wasn't closing like he can and like he normally does. Uh, and today, you know, he's he's coming on late, so he, you know, he's, if he was fit, he'd been starting for sure. You know, he's, he's that level of quality. Uh, but a couple of them he wasn't he wasn't shooting as early as he could have and that was giving defenders time to get back in front of him and things like that not concerned at all but I think we'll see in the next 2-3 games you know Jota getting back to full fitness yeah
1: I think we forget it's easy to forget that he like anyone <laughs> is human and he's got to come back from these injury worries and he's played his part in the last few games but we know that he's got another level to go to because we've seen it earlier in the season it may be interesting actually so we got to Patojo and Wednesday against Aberdeen and this is a ground where Jota really stepped up to the plate last time out. I think it was October from memory. But he scored that goal around about the 83rd minute to seal a 2-1 win. And I wonder if he'll just go up and, you know, look to, to recreate you know such a moment. I think he'll start, as I mentioned there. And I think, you know, as soon as we see Jota back in full flow, then, then we'll see even more creativity from this side.
0: You know, it's worth pointing out that you're talking about the level of football we're playing at just now without a full-flying Jota. Mm-hmm. So what happens when he, he does get up to speed?
1: Yeah, and a certain Kyogo go for a right. Um So, 78th minute, Celtic make it 4-0 This time it's Maeda It's a really decent through ball by O'Reilly Who was excellent when he came on we'll, we'll catch him in a second Maeda's shown that pace Mugabe's no slouch No, you know, he's a pacey guy eh? um, And Maeda's managed to get onto it Turn him inside out You thought the chance was gone Maeda, uh, Mugabe has got the block But it's spun in And when you luck's in, you luck's in
0: that's it, you know, another day that goes over the bar and all these things, but um, I think it was O'Donnell was trying his best to get back to the lane for it, but it just, it was t- it was too late, and I, I mean, I think May did deserve that on balance for his day, you know, he worked so hard throughout the game, so I think that's just one of those that it goes with you. Yeah, he should have added a second immediately after. Oh, a far easier chance, yep. um, and great work from, from Jota to get him in, um, but just... Fluffy's lines really, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, so I'd mentioned
1: there, Matt O'Reilly, how do you think O'Reilly done when he came on? He's the kind of guy I know he's young, I know he's only twenty one. He like any player and like any player playing within a, a winning side, you don't want to be left out at any point and he'll have accepted it as as all the players seem to be doing so just now when Ange chooses to rotate, but he seemed to have a hunger when he came on.
0: Yeah, I mean one thing Postecoglou will be saying is Well make it hard for me to leave you out then, make make me make you the guy who starts and he's certainly given <laughs> And there's plenty to think about there. Uh, I think he's a phenomenal player. His vision for a pass and his execution of the, that pass, even just the corners, clever stuff down there. He was slipping guys in. Ah, uh, I mean, how long did he play? Half an hour. Yeah. So for, for only having played thirty minutes there today to f- put in as much great football as he did, it's just so so impressive. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I just think, you know, given we spoke about in the summer, you know, it was disaster time. We were looking at the squad, you know, Griffiths is getting contracts, people are questioning Ralston getting contracts. We were in complete disarray. Fast forward to this afternoon when you turn around with half an hour to go and you bring on Jota and Matt O'Reilly. It, it's serious, genuine quality. It's not like guys who, uh, on their day, these guys are decent. These two are serious operators, aren't they?
0: Yeah, and, it, you know, we have to look at the, not just the disarray the team was in, the disarray the, the, squad management the scouting everything that was in before Ange comes comes into that to have pulled Matt O'Reilly you know kind of mid to late in the window when you only really had one maybe two gaps if you want to include left back but you only really had one gap in your squad to give Rogic a bit of cover to pull a guy of that quality in is just really impressive and you know, the, the this team the Celtic management team deserve loads of credit for that
1: yeah I'm amazed that nobody else snapped him up you know, know Celtic haven't you know they haven't secured O'Reilly at the start of the window as you say there's a number of weeks have passed by there I wonder why certainly championship teams if not premiership teams down there aren't, aren't looking at a guy of O'Reilly's quality their, their loss is absolutely a Celtic's game though
0: apparently he's been on Liverpool's radar for two or three years mm. um, maybe they've just got enough cover there just now or, or whatever but any team would benefit from Matt O'Reilly yeah I think as well it's
1: not just O'Reilly isn't it you look across your team and you go how have we got O'Reilly? how have we got Hattie?" how have we got Kyogo, how have we got yeah. insert whoever, here. So there's real quality ac- across the board. Um, as the game starting to plough, you know, it's been in the last 15 minutes or so. It's just chance after chance. Rodic has played Jota in at one time. It's, it's squeezed out for a corner. Rodic himself has been denied the hat-trick by the post. I believe it would have been a career-first hat-trick. Um, oh, yeah. Always a guy in amongst the goals, but maybe not quite getting his treble. Um, Juranovic has called a free kick, just the wrong side of the post. Rodic has then had another chance coming in from the left hand side after a great build up play on Celtic's right hand side. And it's just, you know, chance after chance after chance. But but it's not like they're, you know, they're passing up good chances. They're just, they're devastating on the attack. And Motherwell's a decent side, you know, Motherwell yeah. are comfortably at fourth place in the table. We had this inverted commas hoodoo thing going on. Remember when we went up to Petodre and Celtic couldn't, couldn't win, win away? away. Yeah. Now we, we can't stop winning away.
0: But they were given uh, Ange. Lennon's record and said, "Take that in your back." You know, he, he hadn't. I think it was maybe like one or two games or something. And went away, and he's asked him to carry twelve games from last season or some nonsense. You know.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So we've spoken a lot about him, and Roddy's got the the man of the match after
1: the game. Would you agree with that? Do you think it was the right call?
0: Yeah. I mean, on balance, I think it is the right call. But there's a lot of contenders in there. Mm. Um. I thought a bad it was was excellent. Um. I, I would give it to to Roddy myself personally, but. A, bad, a very close second. Yeah, it's
1: interesting. I'd noted, you know, as part of the man of the match conversation, to ask who impressed. But actually, when it comes to Celtic at this moment in time, it's probably quicker to ask who didn't impress, who who wasn't great today, because everybody is doing their job. You know, Karl Vickers will have tougher games than that, but he was very, very good. No, Starfelt yeah. very, very good. Taylor very tidy. Ralston solid. You know, everyone across the board. It's not just the guys who are getting the goals or the guys who are getting the assists. Everyone to a man is stepping up.
0: So who had a bad game for you? I mean, you could could argue McGregor had a quieter game, but he's still running things when he's having that kind of game.
1: Yeah, I I would say nobody had a bad game. There's certainly nobody, I would say, was less than 7 out of 10 um, on the official Celtic Exchange star check. (laughs) So, yeah, that's the thing. Everyone's doing their job, subs included. You know, guys are stepping in and, and playing their part. Um interesting I'm not sure if there's too much in fact I'm not going to read too much into it but Ben Doak didn't feature today and I wonder if that's just clever management of the young yeah. guy you know there's plenty of options on the bench and maybe Ange is just keeping him hungry bringing him in bringing him out at different times Julian has also dropped out in recent weeks do you, do you see anything in that?
0: No I think that's just a victim of the creativity and being able to pack the bench now so what do you do do you leave Matt O'Reilly and put Julian in do you leave Jota and put Ben Doak in. Mm-hmm. You can't do that because it's it's those players in that kind of attacking six that Andrew's always going to want to rotate around half-time, around 60 minutes. So our bench will always prioritise that at, at the expense of you know, a youngster or a centre-half.
1: Yeah, um, I think what we might well see, again, we've spoken at length about how, as fans, we now look forward to every single game. We've got Ray Throwers in the Scottish Cup next weekend and... Generally speaking, you wouldn't get hugely excited about that one, but actually, you're thinking, "Well, this will be great. We might see Ben Doak. Julian might start. Yeah. It's more game time for Hatati, We'll see more of O'Reilly." And it's just, you know, there's so much to look forward to from this exciting Celtic team.
0: Yeah, because you're because we play with a a first eighteen, if you like to choose from, you've got genuine interest in those guys who aren't starting in the first eleven. So if you if they're going to be getting more game time on uh, Saturday against Rafe Rovers. Rafe Rovers then all the better to get to see
1: it. Yeah, definitely. Um, before that, of course, so it's Aberdeen at Potodrie. It's one of the toughest fixtures, uh, you know, in the calendar. Um, Getting up there in the midweek, as we've seen again, you know, Rangers struggled up there and uh, it will be a tough test for us. What are you expecting from that one?
0: It will be, but you have to look at their form as well. Glass is under real pressure there and, you know, that can work against you when he's under pressure. The players might step up for him, but I mean, I think he could have gone yesterday. Glass, the the knives Mm. are out for him, which is harsh for a young manager, making a lot of changes and stuff. Um, Patoji midweek, it's a hard game. There's no getting away from it. But Celtic should be able to take care of Aberdeen in the form they're in just now. Both take the form both
1: teams on. I think so do you see any notable changes so we've discussed the front the front line um, you think Jack Marcus might still get the nod and he might well do I think he might go with Maeda uh, Jota might slot back in uh, any other notable changes Cal Mack keeps his position doesn't he, he doesn't seem to have had any adverse reaction to the uh, the facial injury he seems to be very comfy
0: no all seems fine um, on another day you might see Rogic taking the rest and O'Reilly taking the start but Ange was saying on his um pre-match yesterday or on Friday sorry that O'Reilly was carrying a knock into the game on Wednesday which I didn't know right. so that's why he'll have you know been not not rested but came on late today and I think that'll follow through again for uh, for Wednesday night so no I, I don't see many changes probably Ranovic will slip back in the right back
1: yeah I think you might be right there uh, Rodic also loves a goal against Aberdeen he's scored plenty uh, over the years against them so I think he definitely will start any final thoughts James as we start to wrap this one up? No, it's just
0: good to see you know the, the kind of the team keeping their feet in the ground, playing their game, enjoying their football. You can see the joy they're playing with, and they're not getting carried away from Wednesday night. And you know that's a hard game today, and they've taken care of it and four goals to the good and a clean sheet. So it's just one game at a time every single time now.
1: Yeah, I think so. When are we getting that uh, ten goal winning, winning margin against Sunday?
0: Wow, some race, race could take a thinking, couldn't they?
1: Yeah, they could do. So, Celtic pass another tough test away from home and continue to rack up the goals and the points as they maintain top spot in the Scottish Premier League table. Next up, it's Aberdeen at Pataudra on Wednesday. We'll be back with you for that one. But in the meantime, and as always, thanks for listening. by 1010 Podcasts.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.